Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. We welcome all of you back for Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern time on a very snowy Saturday, January 29th here in the New York City area. As we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel over these next 60 minutes, the airline sector is going to be our focus for this F-Block segment of the show. That's right. And one of our respected aviation experts that we enjoy checking in with is Richard Abulafia. He's joining us now live on that show hotline from the Washington, D.C. area. He is. Hello again and welcome, Richard. Great to have you back on the show with us today. Great to be here, Robert. Hello, Barry. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Well, Hello, uh, Richard. Nice to have you back with us. All right, so listen, we, uh, Mary, Rudy, and I, we want to get into a couple things with you here. So you know, I, I, want to, I, I do want to address the 5G fiasco that's impacting airlines. But first, I want to ask you this. Uh, you know, After 32 years with the Teal Group, you made a move to begin the new year, joining Aerodynamic Advisory as Managing Director. So what attracted you to the new role, Richard? Oh, that's really good of you to ask. And uh, it was the people, you know. I mean, Teal Group had some fantastic people, but compared to what I'd really been spending my time doing, there was a, a bigger crew of folks who I could work with at uh, Aerodynamic, and I think together we can grow the business, the aviation management consulting business. Uh, I've been working with them for years, especially uh, the, the founder and other managing director, Kevin Michaels. Uh, I've known him for, my God, uh, yeah, like 25, 30 years, and it's such a pleasure working with them full-time. Well, we definitely wish you much success on that. We'll stay in touch. But all right, so specific to this 5G debacle involving the FCC, FAA, wireless carriers, and most importantly, the airlines, because, you know, if something happens to a plane full of passengers, they're going to pay dearly. Uh, you know, licenses of the C-band spectrum were sold a year ago for about $81 billion by the FCC. Government and the industry knew it was coming, but yet safety and aircraft interference issues were repeatedly kicked down the road until this mad rush and scramble occurred. Any thoughts on the ramifications we're going to see moving forward from this, Richard? Well, um, it has been uh, sort of an interesting case of the, of the Washington blame game, I'm afraid, between the organizations. But the important thing is that we're back on the road to getting it fixed. You know, about more than two-thirds of the fleet right now is compliant, and they've come up with a six-month fix in terms of establishing buffers around airports. And then, of course, they'll come up with a longer-term fix. And other countries, most notably uh, Japan and France, have found ways to make it all work. So I, I think from the standpoint of like public, there's nothing to worry about. The fixes are in, are in motion. Um, obviously, we can figure out how this happened. We had to do with this, as you say, mad scramble. Uh, but the important thing is it's going to be taken care of. Okay. Thanks, Richard, for that report. Um, Boeing. So there was some good news this week from Boeing. They're still in the red, but they did announce that they've had some positive free cash flow for the first time since 2019. Their 787 Dreamliners do continue to pile up and still can't be delivered to airlines. Um, Robert and I just flew the 737 MAX back to New York from Miami two weeks ago. Ironically, that plane is now part of helping fuel their bottom line, which I find interesting. Uh, what are your expectations for America's biggest 
exporter this year, Richard? Yeah, it's going to be a, a challenge. You know, the 787 um, issues, uh, they're clearly coming to dominate things. And it doesn't look like there's going to be a resumption of deliveries until April. That's when Americans says they're going to get theirs. And, you know, we can hope that the FAA and Boeing work together on resolving this, this snafu. Um, the good thing is the system is working. You know, mm-hmm. there's enough oversight making certain that only, uh, you know, everything is everything is checked and all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, um, you're going to see a significant upturn in the 737 max output. They want to get to rate 31, that is to say 31 per month, in pretty short order. Plus, they say they're going to clear the decks of the couple hundred that have been built but not delivered sometime soon. And as you say, that's going to drive revenue moving forward. So I'm looking for a better year, particularly in the second half when 787s roll out the door again. But it has been a difficult road. Uh, Robert, Rudy Maxa here. Um, It's generally accepted uh, or has been accepted in the airline industry that the business uh, tickets are what really make an airline profitable. And two weeks ago, Southwest Airlines uh, incoming CEO Bob Jordan uh, was talking with Robert and Mary um, and, and said that the airline isn't seeing much of a return to business travelers, and the, the same for other airlines. Now, I know that the president of, I think, American Airlines uh, last year said it won't be till 2023. What do you think about uh, business travelers coming back this year, maybe? Yeah, you know, Rudy, that's, that's, I think that's the biggest single question you can ask about the business, uh, about the industry, when business travelers come back. And there are so many businesses that still have restrictions on travel. And, of course, conferences are still getting canceled. And in-person meetings are still getting canceled. So, you know, I don't think we're going to see much positive momentum here until the second half of the year. And I don't think you're going to see a full recovery in U.S. domestic business till 2023. International, hopefully 2024 is all the last of the border issues are taken care of and people feel more confident again. But business travel, absolutely the last part of the industry to recover. People are going to be doing discretionary and vacation travel that will help lift the industry back to a hopefully full recovery by 23. Uh, But business is going to lag things a bit, I'm afraid. Yeah, and I, we had last hour the report from the American Hotel and Lodging Association and what they're thinking about business travel. I think we agree on that. So, uh, you know, as we look forward over the next 11 months of 2022, Richard, I, I want to know, is, is there something in the aviation sector of travel that has your attention, that you're paying close attention to, uh, and that you think maybe our listeners around the country tuned in right now should also be watching out for? Yeah, you know, I think the most important thing that I think I've been, we've been seeing for years, but I think is going to be accelerated by the pandemic is, frankly, more point-to-point routes, both at home and abroad. And that's a good thing. People are moving away from bigger jets. They're moving away from hub and spoke and more towards, you know, a world where you're better connected. You know, you might have to fly across the Atlantic in a smaller plane, but at the end of the day, that you know, not having to change planes in Frankfurt or Charles de Gaulle, And, you know, you can avoid changing planes in JFK or whatever else. The important thing is that there are more consumer choices coming as people build back with smaller jets and uh, keep their network frequencies intact. All right. So that, that's what we're, we're going to be looking for, uh, Richard. We're going to check in with you many times. As you know, we, we love have these conversations with you folks. If you want to stay connected with Richard yourself, I would encourage you to do that. And Richard, I see you're also in the podcast business now, so good luck with that. But folks, their website for Richard is just richardabalafia.com. Uh, richardabalafia.com and go read some of his articles, follow all of his information like we do. And, uh, 
maybe send them a question or two yourself. Richard, thanks for checking in with us today. Have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Really a pleasure. You do, too. Thank you. Take care, Richard. Thanks. So, uh, Rudy, do you agree? Point-to-point routes with planes now. We're all going to be flying 737 Maxes and A321 Neos. Well, you know, and, and until business travelers come back or more people need to travel, the small planes will do it. Yeah, they will. They definitely That's will. Right. More fuel economy there, or, or economic uh, fuel-wise. Folks, up next, personal connection segment of the show is going to happen. Show friend Ann Bannis of BBC Travel is going to join us. We're going to share a bit of untold America. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We're back in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. After a busy holiday season, I like to reset my daily routine, and that includes cooking. And HelloFresh helps us all stay on track. They deliver farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and recipes right to your door, saving a trip to the grocery store so you can get cooking right away. With 50 menu and market items every week, you're never going to get bored eating at home. Just go to HelloFresh.com and use code CARRY for 16 free meals plus three gifts. That's HelloFresh.com and use code CARRY, or you can visit rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors for a link. Winter can put a freeze on your finances with expensive car repairs. Your best defense against these costly repairs? CarShield. Taking care of a covered repair with CarShield's administrators is easy. They handle the paperwork and expensive payments, so you don't have to. Seriously, CarShield could help you save thousands. You get to choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield gets the rest taken care of. Visit carshield.com slash carry to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash carry, or visit armworldtravel.com. A deductible may apply. Is saving money a New Year's resolution? GoodRx could help. Prescription prices can vary between pharmacies by as much as $100. GoodRx compares prices at pharmacies near you to find discounts that could save you up to 80%. GoodRx is free, easy to use, and works whether you do or do not have insurance. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, check out GoodRx.com carry. That's GoodRx.com carry. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. In 2021, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% on retail prescription prices. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. As the fastest two hours in travel rolls right along, Mary and I were now going to highlight a few areas of America that warrant some attention as we dive into the personal connection portion of this award-winning program over the next 10 minutes, which is being made possible by Travel Guard Travel Insurance. And just like having a good itinerary, a valid passport, and quality luggage, in today's world, travel insurance is really important for a successful trip. You just never know when it comes to emergency travel situations. So rather than put your investment or your well-being at risk, it's affordable and it's going to give you protection in a lot of different ways. When you think about what travel can cost, the expense 
events you're facing if or when something goes awry, do what we do, folks. Get covered with TravelGuard.com. You'll also find a direct link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. All right. Ann Banas is a show friend, and she's also the editor of BBCTravel.com. She's back with us today for our latest installment of the Personal Connection segment because of her work on a series of stories called Untold America. During these uncertain times we're all living through, we found them to be a reminder that there are many positive things going on here in the U.S. if you just know where to look. Hello, Ann. It's been way too long since your last appearance. Mary and I welcome you back to America's number one travel radio show. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you are certainly welcome. Uh, So because I like to do things like this, before the show, I looked it up. November 2019 was the last time we had you on with us. Back then, we were living in the right-side-up world. We're now in the upside-down world, thanks to the pandemic. And before we touch on the stories of Untold America, since we've added nearly 100 more affiliates since you were last on with us, why don't you share you know, how you and the team at BBC Travel have been faring these past two-plus years? Clearly, you're still finding some unique and terrific travel stories. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think there's so many publishers that got scared when we all went into lockdown, which, my goodness, is almost two years ago. But um, at BBC Travel, we've really found that people are just have been so excited to read stories. They just want great information. And even if they haven't been able to they get on a plane or get out there and travel, they're still able to get get information and, you know, learn how they can connect with people in other cultures. Mm-hmm. And things like um, history, archaeology, heritage have been really top topics for us, things people can kind of dig into, mysteries, you know, kind of that great armchair reading, but also things like food and culture. And, you know, we know, we know so much, so many of us were Um, in our houses, cooking a lot of um, recipes because we had to. But we just uh, tell those deeper stories behind the dishes that I think people found fascinating. So it it actually was kind of a boom uh, time for us in terms of publishing. Well, that's good to hear. And I'm sure a lot of your uh, fans also really were inspired by a lot of the stories because I think a lot of this has been a time for people to really sort of get inspired for, you know, when they're ready to travel. Um, and before we get into some of these specifics with these stories, just briefly share what was the inspiration behind this series of Untold America? What were you really looking to essentially, you know, achieve? Right. So, well, we had conceived this uh this whole series back during uh, the time of the lead up to the 2020 U.S. election. And there, there's just so much divisiveness in the United States, um, obviously, you know, politically and, and everything that we wanted to put a series together that really explored different communities around the U.S. and told these untold stories of the beauty of who who everyone is as a nation and in, in sort of showing America at its best. And we like to say, you know, we want to show people uh, a side to America they don't know, but also show America a side to itself, that mm. we're, we are better when we work and live mm-hmm. together in great communities. As humans first. Yeah, well, it certainly exactly. accomplished that in our opinion, which is why we invited you on today. It really resonated then. The, I want to start with Ellicott City in Maryland. This one, I, I probably read it twice because I was so inspired by it. And Robert and I have a connection to that area. We've been there several times. We visited the myriad of antique shops. Yes, we have. For those of you who don't know it, it's a charming town with a historic main street. I'm just going to briefly set it up, and then I'll let you share what you want. Um, what really resonated with me was the Syrian family who settled there. They purchased this 1790 building that once greeted weary travelers years ago that stopped through the town. It went through a series of different things. It became a general store. This family buys it. 
They turn it into a craft store, bringing in Syrian crafts and other items. Typical American dream. The town embraces this family, too. And then the flood comes. So I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> yes, well, the first flood came. And, right. it, you know, the whole town was, was devastated. And they said this is like a once in a 500 or 1,000 year flood. So it took a year and a half um, for them to rebuild and the town to rebuild. And they turned it into a restaurant. Um, which was great. And then the second flood happened. So um, again, most of the town became destroyed. But what's really fascinating is the restaurant is called Siriana, the business. And they had some damage, lost some inventory, but really it was the other businesses around that got the worst of it. So what the the couple that owns it decided to do, and um, they went to this Facebook group. He's a physician, and he got on this Facebook group of all these other Syrian physicians, and they raised money to help the town. And that was their way of sort of paying it back, um, you know, because the town welcomed them so much. And I think it's just such a beautiful story of it, it who, who we are as Americans, yeah. for yeah. sure. And that's yeah. at the heart of us. So. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, Maryland is certainly getting some love today on the show. As last hour, we featured Annapolis as our destination spotlight. Uh, but I want to move on to Mobile, Alabama, and where this program is airing right now on AM 710 WNTM. Mardi Gras is coming up in about a month. And when I say Mardi Gras, many listeners probably think of New Orleans. And I understand that. They certainly are known for the celebrations. But our listeners on Mobile, they're going to say otherwise. As their history to Mardi Gras trumps New Orleans, uh, what do you want to share about this? Yes, I mean, that, that's what's fascinating. You, know, you say Mardi Gras, everyone immediately thinks about New Orleans. But the truth is, is Mobile, um, Alabama has had the first Mardi Gras, which started in, I think it was 1703. And the one in New Orleans wasn't for over 130 or so years later. And it, this, this is a great story. The one that we tell is told through a single character. Her name is Miss Pat, and she is a seamstress. So what she does is design the trains for um, the crew. So I don't know if, if people know what crews are, but they're, they're basically these societies that crown a king and a queen at Mardi Gras, and they wear these very elaborate costumes, just thousands and thousands of rhinestones and velvet. And I, I think one of them, the, one of the trains that Miss Pat makes can weigh up to like 75 pounds, but they're absolutely exquisite. They take you know pretty much all year to make. And she has this amazing history. Um, she's uh, African-American, and her history goes way back to, you know, difficult times in America and how the story tells how she persevered, became a seamstress, and then eventually, you know, became this person that makes these absolutely beautiful, the regalia essentially for the Mardi Gras. Well, this is why we have you yeah. in the personal connection, Sam, because it shows, again, the connection to travel and that transformational aspect of things for sure. And uh, it really is a great series. Thank you. And uh, we were in Chicago back in August for stop four of our Emerald Travels Let's Go America tour. And we enjoyed the river walk. It's always nice to do as long as Chicago's weather cooperates. Uh, the river was essential to the development of Chicago with the bringing in of goods and things. But in Untold America, you find a little known river and an underground railroad story. And we're, we, we're going to run out of time soon. Just share briefly a little bit about that. Yeah, basically what, what a lot of people don't know is that there's the little Calumet River, which um, connects uh, the Mississippi River to Lake Michigan. And what it was very significant because this river allowed uh, freedom seekers coming from the south where there was slavery to go on the Underground Railroad, go up through this river system, and then eventually get to safety in Canada. And what, what they have done is 
Um, it's little known in Chicago. I mean, a lot of people do the river tours, but they don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. So they've created basically a guide that takes people through all the different stops along the Underground Railroad, the stories of the abolitionists and the freedom seekers, but also uh, allows people from the local communities, such as the south side of Chicago, to be able to get out, enjoy the outdoors, and um, kayak, bike, hike along the trail as well. So it's it's really great for the community, but it's also great for visitors to Chicago. Mm-hmm. We won't uh, be so able to get into it, but I'm going to ask you, is there one uh, a location of the country that you really connected to in this series? Oh, there's there's so many. I, I actually really like this Chicago story. I think it was one of my favorite because okay. it's something that really nobody knows about um, yet. It's it's a new trail that is just in, in the works, so it's not even that formal. So I, I felt like we got a good scoop on that, but I think it's something that's going to be developed in the future. And we mm. also have a great story on Fire Island. We have another story on Black Cowboys in Oklahoma and Texas. All right, so, so um, this we, is a lot there for everyone of, listening. It's a lot series, so come yeah. to see so, all right, so, Old America on BBC Travel. Well, here's yeah. where they have to go, folks. Go to bbc.com slash travel, so you'll, you'll be able to go. Again, Untold America, and really nice to connect with you. Our best to you and the BBC Travel team. And uh, we wish you a pleasant rest of the weekend here in snowy New York. <laughs> Thank you. Right, take, take care. You. Great work, Anne. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. All right, Mary, nice to connect with Ann Bannis today. I really enjoyed that conversation with her, and that is a, a series, folks, that you're going to want to go check out, Untold America. You can do that at bbc.com slash travel, as I just mentioned. And also share with us what story you most connect with from the series using the Contact Us tab on our website at rmworldtravel.com. That music alerts you, and it alerts me that we need to take a brief time out for some sponsor messages. There are still three more segments to come today, folks. Stick around. Don't touch that channel. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. Growing your business, it's essential to have the right people in place to ensure your company has the potential to expand. LinkedIn Jobs can help. Get started by posting your job for free to reach LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation you need. Visit linkedin.com slash carry to post your first job for free. That's linkedin.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at PreferredHotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back indeed. Now, if you've ever stayed at a premium hotel, you know the mattresses are often excellent and provide a great night's sleep. In fact, they're so good at premium hotels... You might be tempted to find a way to smuggle them out the door when you check out. Well, you can avoid that kind of fuss by getting a Helix mattress, the most awarded mattress brand in 2021. 
shipped right to your home while saving up to $200. Helix has created several different high-quality, all-American-made mattresses to fit your particular style of sleep. They've got soft, medium, and firm mattresses that will keep you cool, even if you sleep hot. So why not go this weekend and take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress just for you at helixsleep.com slash carry. That's slash carry. will help you save $200. Plus, you'll get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Again, there's a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Let me ask you something. When was the last time you received or sent a postcard? Well, our next guest knows a lot about postcards, so much so that she wrote a book about it. For our Right Stuff segment today, I'm joined by Lydia Pine, author of the book Postcards, The Rise and Fall of the World's First Social Media. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me give the title again. Postcards, The Rise and Fall of the World's First Social Network. Lydia Pine's a writer and historian who's interested in the history of science and material culture. She's done field work in South Africa, Ethiopia, Uzbekistan, the American Southwest, earned her Ph.D. in biology with a specialty in the history and philosophy of science from Arizona State University. Lydia, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. And your book title really does sum up the theme of that of your book. But you dove deeply into the history of postcards to produce a, a really fascinating account of how important they've been as a means of communication. I just, to start, want to just tie your professional and ac- academic background into your interest in postcards. Sure. So uh, my interest in postcards sprung from previous research that I had done for other books, and I was really curious. Um, I had had the opportunity to visit archives and see collections, and I was really struck by this class of artifact, that these postcards could be these forms of mass communication, and that they were the largest artifact class that humankind had ever produced and exchanged. And that, that piqued my curiosity, and I wanted to know more. So that was the impetus for, for starting this book project. And then you asked your family, to your people and friends started sending you uh, <laughs> shoeboxes full of postcards. But the history they is did. fascinating. And I gather the, 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 the real boom was the beginning of the 1900s. That's when postcards sort of became very, very popular. That's right. That's when we start seeing what's called the golden age of postcards is um, 1890 to about 1910, 1920. And we just see postcards being made, exchanged, bought, sold, sent, the whole thing. Um, at this mass, mass scale. Um, and thinking about postcards as being this, this media that could be bought, sold, exchanged, um, documenting place and time, uh, really emphasized to me the idea that this is a worldwide social network that's being built by artifacts, by these material postcards. Um, and then I was curious to, to pursue that question and see how how that compared to the social networks that we build today through Twitter, or Instagram, or other ways that we document travel and other other things in life. I never thought of the similarities until I, I, I read your book. You write this, and I'm quoting from uh, uh, Lydia's book. It's easy to think of postcards as simply kitschy souvenirs, the sort of things that simply have an address, a stamp, and a scribble line, something like, have a wonderful time, wish you were here. But postcards are the material things that connect people with geographies and geographies with people. It really was the Instagram, hey, I'm here, look at this, uh, just look, look at my fabulous life or wish you were here uh, of, of, its, of its time. Yes, and I was so struck by this that, that a postcard could mark time, it could mark place, uh, whether that place is through travel or through, you know, through uh, other leisure sorts of activities, but it was also personal. It required this person to, to, to send it, to write it out, to buy it, to send it. And I was 
so uh, I was so excited to pursue this idea that postcards could be uh, both time and place, that it's easy to yeah. think about them as these old-timey things, but but they also have this incredible tie to geographies. And, and there's more. I mean, the stories are incredible. You talk about uh, Russian prisoners in gulags who were not allowed to receive letters, but they could get postcards, and they would run their fingers over the writing on the postcard so as to connect to the person who sent it to them. And then there are the collectible postcards. Uh, postcards. You talk about this uh, former um, English policeman, uh, Bobby, who mm -hmm. uh, was given a Jack the Ripper postcard when he retired in 1866, and it uh, sold at auction um, long thereafter uh, for about 22,000 pounds. And, and, and what he said on the postcard, which was uh, this, uh, basically said that, you know, I've got this knife and I have two women. Well, here it is. Beware, there's two women I, I want here and I mean to have them. My knife is still in good order. It's a student's knife. I hope you like the kidney. I'm Jack the Ripper. I mean, those are amazing postcards. It kind of those are amazing postcards. And what was so fascinating to dig into with those kind of postcards is that postcards exist as a mass media, right? That there are billions of postcards that have been made uh, in the history of postcards. But what makes these postcards singular or specific or unique is that personal tie, right? That it's, this is a postcard sent by Jack the Ripper, or this is a postcard that, that survived um, the postal system and made it to, to someone in the Russian gulag. And that they have this, this inexorable personal tie to it that, that sort of separates them from the it's, mass media. It's unbelievable. You can find more information by going to Lydia's, Lydia's website, which is Pine, P-Y-N-E, pinecone.org. Fascinating stories, Lydia. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's just a fascinating book. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late check-out privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analysts can see access.org number 330. Quality, durability, comfort. These are all things we want in products we buy. And folks, it's what you get with MyPillow.com slash carry. With around 200 different products waiting for you, including the new My Slippers, quilts, bathrobes, sleepwear, Giza Dreams bed sheets, their luxury hotel quality towels and washcloths, plus premium bed pillows, mattress toppers, and more, or the all-American MyPillow store that's becoming the anti-Amazon. Save up to 50% site-wide and get a 60-day money-back guarantee, plus a warranty at MyPillow.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. This holiday, give yourself the gift you always wanted, a better smile from Candid. Candid only works with orthodontists who are experts in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The average Candid treatment is just six months, and with your aligner treatment, you'll get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Right now, save $75 on your starter kit by going to CandidCO.com slash carry. Use that code carry. That's CandidCO.com slash carry and use code carry or visit armworldtravel.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of our national travel program is sponsored by relieffactor.com. You know, Robert, Mary, and I have been talking about Relief Factor for many years now, and how does starting off 2022 pain-free sound to you? Well, that's as easy as going to relieffactor.com and ordering your three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five. Stop popping those popular over-the-counter painkillers as you may be harming your body. Instead, get Relief Factor. Here's an email we got from Katie in Virginia. She writes, Two days after total shoulder replacement surgery, I was in screaming pain. I've heard you talking about Relief Factor many times, so I went to their website and ordered it at 2 in the morning. And two weeks later, my back and hip quit hurting, as well as my painful shoulder. I'm now able to walk erect, and my shoulder is gaining strength each day. I've told all my friends and family members to order it. No, by the way, I'm 64 and starting to feel 44 again. Well, Katie, thank you for the testimonial. Relief Factor is all natural and contains just four ingredients. It works, and you can now get a three-week supply just to try out for only nineteen ninety-five. So if you suffer, suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com today and become pain-free. Let me repeat that. If you suffer from aches, pains, or inflammation, check out relieffactor.com today, or you can find a link at RM World Travel by looking under Sponsors. Well, have you had any lettuce lately? If so, the odds are 9 out of 10 that lettuce was grown in the area in and around Yuma, Arizona, which is where 90% of America's lettuce comes from between the months of November and February, which suggests a warm winter climate. In fact, Yuma says it's the sunniest city in America, and here to defend that claim is Marcus Carney. He's the executive director of Visit Yuma. Marcus, welcome from frozen St. Paul, Minnesota, and i got to tell you, if I was on a quiz show and was asked to name the sunniest city in the country, I think I probably would have answered Honolulu. (laughs) <laughs> well, Yuma is uh, uh, definitely uh, the one that gets to stake its claim on that because we got the sun and we got it every single day. Well, apparently from your website, the, or something I read before talking to you, the World Meteorological Society says Yuma gets more than 4,000 sunlight hours per year. You're just a little ahead of Phoenix, and I guess coming in third place is Oswe in Egypt? Yeah, uh, that is worldwide. It's something like 11 hours a day on average. That is incredible. I frankly had no idea 
Um, and, and, and the chances, uh, and this is for our listeners, the chances the sun will be out when you arrive to Yuma are the same chances that the lettuce on your BLT this winter came from there. 90% chance of sun when you land. Okay, uh, speaking of lettuce, now I know you guys grow other, you, your, your cilantro dates are very, very big there. But February yep. 27th to 28th, you've got a Yuma Lettuce Days Festival. How do you build a festival around green leaves that are, if you get down to it, don't have a lot of taste? Well, you know, I I, it, it, I think it starts with passion. I think there's nothing, uh, no no festival really starts without people being passionate. And this community uh, in Yuma is obviously uh, centered around agriculture, sure. and uh, it's uh, it's our biggest industry. It's uh, what kind of makes everything go here. Uh, and uh, you know, I think that that's 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 the start of it. And everyone is passionate about it here. And whether you're in agriculture or you're not in agriculture, um, it permeates every single thing that we do here in Yuma. I had no idea that you grew so many dates that you actually export them to the Middle East, where dates are you know as common as apples are to Americans. Uh, and we do. And I, I'm looking at the menus. A lot of your restaurants, everybody offers a date shake. Oh yeah, date shakes, and uh, you got you got uh, chocolate covered dates and. Um, you know, you you can't really quite realize how many places you can put a date until uh, they're kind of everywhere. <laughs> One thing uh, I want to go back to the salad festival, or excuse me, the salad festival, the lettuce festival coming up, because apparently you have the ultimate salad bar going on there. What's the ultimate salad bar look like? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm actually uh, new to town, so I haven't actually seen it myself uh, before. And so um, that's something that I need to kind of uh, learn more about myself. I presume there's a lot of toppings involved. I would I would assume so. You know, I uh, like you were mentioning, we grow a, a lot of stuff here, and so uh, the cilantro. We have also a lot of citrus here, and so um, I think uh, and and the dates between all those different things. Um, I think that's all uh, involved in the, in, the, in the salad bar. And and is your high season for tourism now in the winter? Yeah, and so uh, starting January, January through March, pretty much is the peak. Uh, of our season. Um, Yuma is a pretty unique little town here. Uh, we have two military bases. We have the agriculture. Uh, like you were saying, uh, we grow 90% of the greens uh, that, uh, that we'll eat uh, in the United States from uh, uh, November through March. Um, and so that means during the week, we are super busy at this time of year. Um, we have a lot of uh, winter visitors that come on down. Uh, they come from Canada and uh, mostly uh, north central uh, United States as well. Um, and they're mostly here from, uh, like I said, January mm-hmm. through March. So pretty great. Busy. Two, two great trivia questions. Where does most of your lettuce come from the winter and where are the, the dates grown in the United States? Marcus Carney is the executive director of VisitYuma.com. Marcus, thanks for giving us a little glimpse into where you live. Thank you. And we'll be right back after this break with more talk about travel. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-378-0025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Mary and I welcome you back once again to the snowy New York City area with us. And winter is certainly going to be the theme for this segment 10 of the J Block today. And this portion of the program is sponsored by 1-800-Flowers.com. So Valentine's Day is in 16 days and you don't want to mess up this day. So join us and plan ahead this Valentine's Day with 1-800-Flowers.com for the biggest and brightest roses you're going to find out there. From first dibs on great deals to the best selections of roses and guaranteed delivery, don't wait to wow folks. Instead, up your love game today because this weekend only, listeners of our show can get 24 assorted roses for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. Bouquets are limited, so lock in your order today. Just click on the radio icon at 1-800-Flowers.com. Enter our special promo code of Carry, our last name, to get the offer, or you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. A few years ago, we were up in Quebec, Canada after a stop in Montreal and on our way up to La Malbe, which is about 90 minutes or so northeast of Quebec City. While in Quebec City, we happen to be there for their annual winter carnival, and since it's back on again, this year. Joining us now on the show hotline from there is Alexi Furland, their program director, to share some details. Thanks for joining us today from Canada, Alexi. Really appreciate that. Nice to have you aboard the big show with Mary and me. Hi, Robert. Hi, Hi, Mary. Hello. Nice to have you on with us. <laughs> yes. So I want to get right into this. You know, whenever we're asked about places that we have missed visiting during the pandemic, Canada is always one of the locations that we mentioned, just hands down. Uh, we're looking forward to some trips uh, later this year, hopefully up there. But you know, Mary and I and our sons, we've enjoyed many trips to your country. And while we understand Quebec has tightened restrictions again because of the latest Omicron variant, we're happy to see that you believe the show must go on and go on it is. As Mary mentioned during your intro, Quebec City's famous winter carnival is on. You know, we've certainly enjoyed it in the past. In fact, we have a Christmas ornament of Bonham. So I want you to start off explaining who he is and then share a little bit about this year's Ice Palace. Uh, yeah. You know, Bonham, uh, you spoke about Bonham. Bonham is like a famous snowman, and he is the spokesperson of the Quebec winter carnival. So he's like a magical icon. Uh, everybody knows him, uh, and he's, he's about uh, seventy seven feet tall, uh, weighed about four hundred pounds of snow, and he travels all around the world to promote the carnival. Yes, he does. Yes. And then, what about the Ice Palace this year? Yeah, the Ice Palace is is home. So uh, we build an Ice Palace every year in the old Quebec. So it's really. Uh, architectural uh, it's something really different from what we, you can see around the world and you can visit it uh, and you can see and learn about the, the life of, of Bonham because you'll see the kitchen of Bonham the bedroom of Bonham uh, a lot of places like how he, he lives yeah it's, it's really quite fun Alexi uh, this festival dates back to 1894 it's become official and going on every year since 1954 so that's a long time but it's also one of the largest winter festivals or carnivals in the world during a non-pandemic year it's attracted more than a million people over nine days we've seen the ice sculptures I've never seen anything like the ice sculptures in Quebec City uh, Alexi so what can you share about the ice sculptures yeah, you speak about the high sculptures, and it's something so uh, unique. Uh, we have about 20 to 25 sculptors working at this time on high sculptures around the city, so in different neighborhoods. And uh, we also have the snow sculptures. So these are two different things, but it's kind of a way to just celebrate winter in an artistic way, so really... Uh, Pretty interesting. So what about, the, you know, the many other activities that go on? You've got the, the slides we've enjoyed, ice skating, all the games. Are they part of the carnival this year? And when is the big parade? 
You know, the, you're talking about the sliding. You know, it's all, also part of people from Quebec. We have to. We slide. We slide just to go out. You know, in the winter. <laughs> It's it's a way to, to to live and we just enjoy it. So yeah, there's a lot of slides uh, close to the palace. Uh, this year, unfortunately, we don't have a parade. But the night parade on like normal year is kind of the heart of the carnival. So every Saturdays we have it. So the two Saturdays, Banan is there, and there's also about maybe 400 artists. So uh, it's a must-see. Okay, well, it's really a wonderful carnival. It runs February 4th through the 13th, so it starts this upcoming Friday. We're going to run out of time soon, but real quickly, Alexi, anything else you want to share about this carnival before our time's up? Uh, you know, the, the carnival is something unique that I think you have to live one time in your life. It's a way for us to celebrate winter and maybe a way for people from all around the world just to know people from Quebec and Canada a little bit more, a little bit how we, we live with uh, this season. Yeah, and, and it is a different way to experience it's, Quebec City. It yes. really is. I mean, just go and It really is hard to explain. It. You have to visit. You it. really it's so do. much fun. We had so much fun there, and I know it was freezing cold, but we didn't care. We really didn't. So, <laughs> folks, listen, if you're interested in going or learning more, the website is carnival.qc.ca, and I'm going to spell that out for you. It's C-A-R-N-E-V-A-L. Dot qc dot ca, and we'll also put it on our social media. So check it out. Alexi, very nice to connect with you. Good luck with the upcoming nine-day event. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, and we wish you all the best for the upcoming carnival. All right, thank Hope you. it goes Bye. well. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, winter, I look out the window. Winter is here. Winter is in Quebec City, Mary. Uh, There's it's no that stopping time of it. year it is. <laughs> well, folks, that's a wrap for Hour 2 of our live two-hour broadcast on this Saturday, January 29th. If you get to go to that carnival, it really is a lot of fun. Until next week, folks, when we do it all again together, special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.